ಅವರು ಅಲ್ಲಿಲ್ಲ ಅಮ್ಮ ಬಾದು ಫಾಉದು ಬಿಲ್ಲಾಹಿ ಮಿನಶೈತಾನಿರ್ವಜೀಮಿ ಬಿಸ್ಮಿಲ್ಲಾಹಿ ರೋಹ್ಮಾನಿರ್ವಹೀಂ ಅಲಿಫ್ಲೀಂ ದಾಲಿಕಲ್ ಕಿತಾಬುಲಾರೈಬೀ ಹುದಲ್ಲಿಲ್ ಮುತ್ತಕೀನ್ ವಕೋಲನ್ನಬೀಯು ಸಲ್ಲಹು ಅಲೈಹಿ ವಸಲ್ಲಂ ಖೈರು ಕುಮ್ಮಂತ ಅಲ್ಲಮಲ್ ಕುರ್ಆನ ವಲ್ಲಮ ಔಕಮ ಕೋಲ ಅಲೈಹಿ ಸ್ವಲಾತು ವಸಲಾಂ respected elders and brothers when a person purchases any item any appliance then at the time of unboxing that appliance at the time of opening that product which he has purchased he will find there is an instruction manual which is inside that product 
inside the box as he is unboxing, he will find it will come with an instruction manual. And that instruction manual will show him exactly how to use the product. And if he does not use the product in the way shown to him by that instruction manual, then very often you will find the company will have a disclaimer that the guarantee will be null and void because it was not used in the way it was supposed to be used. And similarly, a person who purchases heavy machinery or very advanced form of manufacturing equipment, then you will find that not only will there be an instruction manual, but many a time the company will send in an engineer specially to show him exactly how to use that product. So similarly, beloved brothers, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's greatest creation is insan. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created us as the best of his creation. Ashraful makhluqat, the best of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's creation. And together with creating us as the best of creation, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has sent us instruction manuals on exactly how we need to live our life. And these are all the divine scriptures which have come down from, the, from Adam salam till Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And together with these divine scriptures, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has sent Anbiya alayhi salatu wa salam to come and show us exactly how to live our lives. To come and show us exactly how to apply these divine scriptures in our lives. And Alhamdulillah, Thumma Alhamdulillah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made you and I Ummatis of the greatest of all the Anbiya alayhi salatu wa salam, that is Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We are so fortunate that we are Ummatis of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, that Musa alayhi salam, Musa Kaleemullah, the one who had spoken to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, had said how he wished he was an Ummati of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So this is our rank. This is the honor Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has conferred onto us. So as I had said that we are the greatest of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's creation and we are ummatis of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So in our lives, beloved brothers, the quran majid that is that instruction manual which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has sent to this ummat. And together with this great instruction manual, together with this divine scripture of the quran majid Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to show us exactly how to apply this Qur'an. How to utilize our bodies in the correct way, in a way which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will be most pleased with us. Now that we've just come from the month of Ramadan and people are generally still fresh, many people might be fasting the sixth fast of Shawwal, and people have developed certain routines in the month of Ramadan. Now coming out of the month of Ramadan, how do we continue to uphold this Qur'an Majid? How do we continue to implement the teachings of the Qur'an Majid? How do we remain attached to the Qur'an Majid? So what I would like to speak about is that the Qur'an Majid being this divine scripture, being this instruction manual for us, then it has certain rights over us. The Qur'an has certain rights over us. And the first right which the Qur'an has over us is that we have firm belief and conviction. We have firm yaqeen that every single word, leave alone word, every single letter of the Qur'an is divine and this is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala only. And we have firm conviction that it is definitely the truth. And it is from the time of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam till the day of Qiyamah. 
billah, sometimes you'll hear a person saying that this teaching, Allah save us from such comments, is outdated or we need to revise it. Never. If Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has sent this as the final book, then definitely it is for every time and error till the day of Qiyamah. So this is that first right the Qur'an has over us, that we have firm belief in the Qur'an. And we have firm belief that every letter is true, every letter is divine, and it applies to every time and every zamana. In what hadith, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has said, إِنَّ لِكُلِّ شَيْءٍ شَرَفًا يَتَبَاهَوْنَ بِهِ وَإِنَّ بَهَاءَ أُمَّتِي وَشَرَفَهَا الْقُرْآنِ Certainly there is always something in which people take pride. For example, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blesses a certain people with some quality or some attribute which they are very happy, which they are very proud about. For example, you'll hear a certain family or a certain person, they are known to be very generous. Now this ummah of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, what is the pride of this ummah? What is that special gift Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us? And in this hadith, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam explains that the pride, the glory of this ummah is the Qur'an-i Majid which has been given to us. So this is that firm belief we need to have in the Qur'an-i Majid. In Punjab, in India, many years ago, there was a shepherd who was illiterate. He couldn't read, he couldn't write. And a simple person, he would go to work every day, tend to his flock of sheep, and then he would come home. Nothing out of the ordinary. This person passes away, and after he is buried, they find that from his cover, from his grave, there is a beautiful smell which is emanating, a beautiful fragrance. The people of that town, quite astonished that what action this person had done, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed him with such a beautiful fragrance emanating from his cover after he has passed on. So the people of the area, they went to his respected wife and they asked her, that what quality your husband had that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed him with such an honor after he has passed away. So she said, he was an ordinary shepherd, nothing extraordinary in his ibadat, etc. He would fulfill his faraid and whatever little he could do for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's deen. But he had this one quality. Although he couldn't read and write, every morning after returning from the Fajr Salah, he would come home. Then he would take the Quran, Majid, the Mus'haf of the Quran. He would kiss it, place it on his forehead. He would open the Quran, Majid, and then he would pass his finger through each line of the Quran and say, Ya Allah, this is definitely true and I believe in it. This is definitely true and I believe in it. And in that way he would make the Khatam of the Quran Majid. And look how much Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loved the small action of this person. Having that firm yaqeen that it was so true, it was divine. That after he had passed on, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made a fragrant uh, scent emanate from his qabr. So this is that firm belief that we need to have in the Quran Majid. Then, if you look at the Quran, in the time of the Sahaba radiallahu an, you wouldn't find lengthy bayans being given. You wouldn't find lengthy, lengthy bayans being given. But rather the Quran Majid was the bayan for the Sahaba. That's why you'll find in the Fajr Salah, the Qirat is slightly longer. They would ponder over that meaning, that message, and it will carry them through the day. Then again in the Maghrib Salah, they would ponder over that shorter message which is performed generally the shorter surahs in the Maghrib Salah. Again in the Isha Salah, which is slightly more lengthy, it would give them a message for the night. So this was the Qur'an, such an effect it had on them that they didn't need lengthy, lengthy bayans. But rather, the Qur'an-i Majid was their bayan. 
If you look at the hadith of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he was known as Jawami'ul Kalim. That few words, but great in meaning. So this was the effect that it had on the heart of the Sahaba radiallahu May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow the Quran to have such an effect on our heart. So this was the first, uh, the, the first right the Quran has over us, that we have firm belief in the Quran. Then the second right which the Quran and Majid has over us is that we have intense love and attachment to the Quran. We show intense love and attachment to the Quran. Hazrat Uthman bin Affan an would say, if hearts were pure, they would never be satiated with the tilawat of the Quran and Majid. And we find Uthman an he was known as a great lover of the Quran. And then you see how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala honors him. That you die in the way in which you live. The manner in which you live, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will grant you death in that manner. If you look at the life of Uthman radiallahu brothers, not in the month of Ramadan, every single night of the year, one Quran in one rakat of salah. Every single night of the year. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala even give us a minuscule of that tawfiq to do that much of Quran in Majid. So this was Uthman radiallahu great attachment. And then we find that when the Quran Majid was compiled and then sent out the seven different mushafs, it happened during the Khilafat of Uthman radiallahu So he had this deep attachment to the Quran. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had honored him in that way. And then we find that when Uthman radiallahu was martyred, imagine the ultimate while reciting the Quran Majid, he is made shaheed, he is martyred. Can you get a more mubarak, a more beautiful death in Madinah Munawwara? whilst reciting the Quran in Majid and martyrdom, the ultimate. But this was, he had that attachment to the Quran. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave him a death in such a way. So this is that love that we need to have for the Quran. Imam Abu Hanifa rahimahullah, Imam Abu Hanifa rahmatullah alayhi, one Quran daily, one Quran daily. In the month of Ramadan, 60 Qurans. One by day, one by night. So this was the attachment these pious predecessors had set a precedent for us that we need to emulate and need to follow. A person might say that I cannot do so much, but do as much as you can. And you'll find that as a person makes that attempt to uh, have that attachment to the Quran in Majid, he takes out that time for the Quran. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala stretches the time for him. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will grant him barakat in his time. That in a short while he will be able to achieve more. But this is you have to have a firm determination, a firm attachment to the Quran in Majid. The question will be that we know that this is a right that the Quran has over us. We have to have intense love. But how do we develop this love? How do we develop this love? So there's three things we can do. One is we read the virtues of the Quran. That if I read this much, this is the virtue Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give me. If I read that, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will bless me with so much sawab. For example, a person reads Alif, Lam, Meem. Alif, 10 rewards. Lam, 10 rewards. Meem, 10 rewards. So now when he consciously reads with this in mind, that I'm gaining so much reward by reciting the Quran in Majid, then definitely it will increase that love in his heart for the Quran. So that's the first thing. We read the virtues of the Quran. The second is that we make a determined uh, we, 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 we make a determined resolve and intention that definitely we will attach ourselves to the Quran. We will take out so much time daily, especially for the Quran in Majid. And then you see how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will fill your heart with that love for the Quran. And the last thing to bring the love of the Quran in Majid into our heart 
is that we make dua for it. We, we pick up our hands. We ask, Ya Allah, we want to love this divine book. We want to have an attachment to it. You fill our hearts with the love for the Quran Majid. You grant us that attachment to the Quran Majid. So inshallah, if we do these, two, these three things, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will definitely increase our love for the Quran. Then the third right which the Quran Majid has over us is that we show intense respect for the Quran. So the first was we have firm belief in the Quran. The second, we have an intense love for the Quran Majid. The third is we have respect for the Quran. Ikrima radiallahu an, how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can give hidayat. Ikrima was the son of Abu Jahl. And he had fought against the Muslims right up until Fatih Makkah. And after Fatih Makkah, when the winds of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's hidayat blew, then no one was spared. That same Ikrima became Ikrima radiallahu an. And then he fought for the Muslims. He fought for the Muslims and gained shahadat in the part of Islam. But this is how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can turn the tables. So beloved brothers, on this point, just to digress, we should never write anyone off. We should never look down upon anyone, but rather make dua for the hidayat. And then you will see that same person, how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can take so much from him. So Ikrimah radiallahu an, he had so much respect for the Quran that he would take the mushaf of the Quran, he would kiss it, he would place it on his forehead, and then he would say, this is the words of my Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This was the respect he had. There was a famous scholar by the name of Hazrat Mu'ana Badri Alam rahmatullah alayhi. And Mu'ana Badri Alam rahmatullah alayhi, he had moved from India to Medina Munawwara, and he was a resident of Medina Tayyibah. So Hazrat Mu'ana Badri Alam, after he had passed away, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had blessed him with burial in Jannatul Baqi. So the custom in Jannatul Baqi is that every six months they recycle the grave. It is the hikmat, the beauty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has put in that place because how many people are buried on a daily basis there. So very quickly they can turn the graves around. Very quickly they can reuse the graves. So Mu'ana Badri Alam Rahmatullah Ali, his grave was opened after six months for someone else to be buried in there. And when they opened the grave, not only was his body completely intact and fresh, but even his kafan was completely intact. So immediately they closed the cover. A year later now, again they opened the cover. Again they find the kafan and the body in the exact same condition. Close it up another six months. Now one and a half years later, Again, they open his cover only to find again the body and the kafan exactly intact. So authorities close the cover, they marked it off. No one can be buried in here after this. Now the ulama of that area were astonished, surprised that what this person did. We all know he was a very pious saint, but he must have had one action which was outstanding that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loved him so much. So when they went and they approached his son, and they asked his son that tell us some special action your father had which could have earned him this honor Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed him with. So his son says that my father had intense love not only for the Quran Majid but also for the Huffaz of the Quran Majid. To such an extent that if there was a young boy of 10 and 11 years old and he had memorized the Quran Majid then my father would not even stretch his legs in that direction. He would say, how can I stretch my legs in the direction of that youngster who has the Qur'an Majid in his heart? This was the respect he had. And then look at the honor Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blesses him with. Resident of Medina Munawwara, 
passed away in Medina Munawwara, buried in Jannatul Baqi close to Nabiya Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And not only that, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala kept his body completely intact. So this beloved brothers, you should learn the respect of the Quran. Take out the time, ask the local ulama, how do we handle the Quran in Majid? It must be in wudu, when we are reciting the Quran, try and wear our best attire, put some beautiful fragrance. Have that respect of the Quran and teach our children as well. How we hold the Mus'haf of the Quran, how we should honor it, how we should respect it. When the Quran in Majid is plain, then it shouldn't be such that we are talking, having a ca casual conversation. But rather Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَإِذَا قُرِئَ الْقُرْآنِ فَاسْتَمِعُوا لَهُ وَأَنْسِتُوا لَعَلَّكُمْ تُرْحَمُونَ That when the Quran in Majid is recited, then listen attentively. Keep silent, listen attentively so that you may be shown mercy. So this is the important that we learn the respect and adab of the Quran in Majid. So this was the third right the Quran has over us. Then the fourth right which the Quran has over us is that we make tilawah of the Quran every day. We take out time to make tilawah of the Quran. Let us all ask ourselves after the month of Ramadan, myself included, how much of Quran are we reading compared to the month of Ramadan? Obviously, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's barakat and blessing is different in the month of Ramadan. You will have more tawfiq. The shayateen are chained up, etc. But now the question is, even after that, are we doing half of that amount? Are we doing quarter of that amount? Or have we abandoned the Quran now that the month of Ramadan is over? So every day take out time to make tilawat of the Quran. In one hadith, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has said, Alayka bi tilawatil Quran. Then hold firmly to the tilawat of the Quran in Majid. فَإِنَّهُ نُورٌ لَكَ فِي الْأَرْضِ For verily, it is a noor, it is a light for you in this earth. What does it mean it's a light for you? One is, yes, a physical light. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will put noor, will beautify you. But not only that, it is a divine light. It is a light of guidance that you will not fall into wrong. You, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will protect you from sin. He will guide you to do the right thing. فَإِنَّهُ نُورٌ لَكَ فِي الْأَرْضِ وَذُخْرٌ لَكَ فِي السَّمَاءِ and it is a treasure for you in the akhirat. Meaning that tilawat that you have recited, it has been stored up for you, the rewards in the akhirat. So that when you go to the next world, you will see, hey, where did I get such rewards from? It was the tilawat of the Quran you made. So how important that we hold firmly to the tilawat of the Quran in Majid. In another hadith, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has said, إِنَّكُمْ لَا تَرْجِعُونَ إِلَى اللَّهِ بِشَيْءٍ أَفْضَلَ مِمَّا خَرَجَ مِنْهُ يَعْنِي الْقُرْآنِ that certainly you cannot draw closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with anything more than that which has come directly from Him. Ya'ni al-Qur'an. Meaning this is the best way to draw closest to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Imam Ahmad bin Hanbal, rahmatullah alayhi, many of you might, have, might know him or have heard of him. The Hanbali madhab all follow his uh, way of fiqh. So Imam Ahmad bin Hanbal, rahmatullah alayhi, once has a dream. And in the dream he sees Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He asked Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that what action will draw me closest to you? What action will draw me closest to you? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala responded to him that tilawat of the Quran. Again, he asked Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the dream with understanding or without understanding. The response comes both. Whether you understand it or you do not understand it, you are drawing closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So the importance of Tilawat of the Quran, time does not permit. But the last two rights which the Quran has over us is that we make amal on the Quran in Majid. And we could say this is one of the most important of all the rights. And what's the easy way to make amal on the Quran in Majid? Follow the Sunnah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. As we had mentioned in the beginning, 
that this is the divine book which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us an instruction manual how to live our life. And Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has taught us how to implement the Qur'an image. By following his sunnah, automatically you are following the Qur'an Majid. So bring the sunnah into our lives and make amal on the teachings of the Qur'an. In that way we are fulfilling this right. And the last right which the Qur'an has over us is that we get involved in some teaching or learning of the Qur'an. In the hadith I narrated in the beginning, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had said, خَيْرُكُمْ مَنْ تَعَلَّمَ الْقُرْآنَ وَعَلَّمَ the best of my ummah, the best of you from amongst the ummah is the one who learns the Quran in Majid and teaches it. In one narration, خَيْرُكُمْ مَنْ تَعَلَّمَ الْقُرْآنَ عَلَّمَ The one who learns the Quran or teaches it. So let's get involved in some form of teaching the Quran in Majid or some form of learning the Quran. Make intention, we come in for the Jummah Bayan. Ya Allah, I'm learning some message of the Quran in Majid. In that way, automatically you are falling under the ambit of this hadith. Then wherever we can assist the local maktab, help out, whether it's financially, whether we can give some time, any form of learning or teaching the Quran, go home, teach your children some message of the Quran. In that way, you will be from among the best of ummatis. Just to round up the six rights which the Quran has over us. The first is that we have firm belief in the Quran in Majid. The second, intense love and attachment to the Quran. The third, intense respect for the Quran. The fourth is that we make constant tilawat of the Qur'an Majid. The fifth right, we practice and make amal on the Qur'an Majid. And the last is, we get involved in some learning or teaching of the Qur'an Majid. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us the tawfiq to remain attached to the Qur'an Majid and not abandon it till the next Ramadan. Wa akhiru da'wana alhamdulillahi rabbil alayhi. Just fill the gaps. Come brothers, come, come let's fill the gaps. Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. الله أكبر الله أكبر أشهد لا إله إلا الله أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله أشهد أن محمد رسول الله أشهد أن محمد رسول الله حي على الصلاة حي على الصلاة Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah al-Qa'il, wal-lazina amanu wa amilu salihati ulaika ashabul jannah, hum fiha khalidun, fanahmaduhu hamdan kathiran kullama yahmaduhu al-hamidun, wanashkuruhu shukran jameelan kullama yashkuruhu al-shakirun, wanashadu an la ilaha illa allahu wahdahu la sharika la, wanashadu anna sayyidana wa habibana wa shafi'ana wa maulana muhammadan abduhu wa rasooluh, amma ba'd, faya ayyuhal nas, wahidu allah, 
فإن التوحيد رأس الطاعات واتقوا الله فإن التقوى ملاك الحسنات وعليكم بالسنة فإن السنة تهدي إلى الإطاعة ومن أطاع الله ورسوله فقد رشد واهتدى أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وإذا قرئ القرآن فاستمعوا له وأنصتوا لعلكم ترحمون وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم خيركم من تعلم القرآن وعلمه أو كما قال عليه الصلاة والسلام بارك الله بارك الله لنا ولكم في القرآن المجيد ونفعنا وإياكم بما فيه من الآيات والذكر الحكيم فإنه تعالى جواد كريم ملك بر الرؤوف الرحيم الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلله فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا وحبيبنا وشفيعنا ومولانا محمدا عبده ورسوله أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك وصل على المؤمنين والمؤمنات والمسلمين والمسلمات وبارك على سيدنا محمد وأزواجه وذريته قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم في معنى الحديث أرحم أمتي بأمتي أبو بكر وأشدهم في أمر الله عمر وأستقهم حياء عثمان وأقضاهم علي رضوان الله تعالى عليهم وعن كل الصحابة أجمعين اللهم انصر الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم أعز الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم انصر من نصر دين سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وجعلنا منهم ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار عباد الله رحمكم الله إن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإيتاء ذي القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعذكم لعلكم تذكرون وقال تعالى فاذكروني أذكركم واشكروا لي ولا تكفرون Let us fill in the sass brothers come forward fill in all the gaps اللهم أكبر اللهم أكبر أشهد لا إله إلا الله أشهد أن محمد رسول الله حي على السلام حي على الفلاح قد قومت السلام قد قومت السلام اللهم أكبر اللهم أكبر لا إله إلا الله الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين والتين والزيتون وطور سينين وهذا البلد الأمين لقد خلقنا الإنسان في أحسن تقويم ثم رددناه أسفل سافلين إلا الذين آمنوا وعملوا الصالحات فلهم أجر غير ممنون فما يكذبك بعد بالدين 
أليس الله بأحكم الحاكمين الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين أرأيت الذي يكذب بالدين فذلك الذي يدع اليتيم ولا يحض على طعام المسكين فويل للمصلين الذين هم عن صلاتهم ساهون الذين هم يراءون ويمنعون الماعون الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر السلام عليكم ورحمة الله السلام عليكم ورحمة الله الله بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم اللهم أنت السلام ومنك السلام تباركت هذا الجلال والإكرام اللهم أعنا على ذكرك وشكرك وحسن عبادتك ربنا تقبل منا إنك أنت السميع العليم وتب علينا إنك أنت التواب الرحيم نستغفر الله ونتوب إليه وصلى الله على النبي الكريم برحمتك يا رحمة